0: Hello, and welcome to The Bride Tender. I'm your host, Esti Gordon, and I'm here to tend to the brides like I tend to the bar. So mix yourself a cocktail, and let's talk all things weddings. Today, I'm here with Manhattan wedding photographer, Asher Gardner. Asher, I want to make sure you're on the line, right? Yeah, hi. I'm excited to be here, Esti. Oh, I'm excited to have you. We're, we're really we're doing this social distancing obviously. So, yeah, um the right way <laughs> for every for every for everybody to know. So, you know, we're dealing with technology over here, which is definitely not my strong suit, but we made it on and so far so good. <laughs> um I'm super excited to have you on the podcast today and for all of our listeners to Hear the journey behind documenting the best day in a couple's lives. So, thank you so much for coming on and being able to take the time to speak with me. I really appreciate it.
1: Oh, of course! I'm so excited to be here and chat
0: with you know about
1: some weddings and details and behind the scenes stuff as well.
0: And I'm I'm really excited to get to you know kind of hear from a wedding photographer because I'm actually truly terrible at taking photos (laughs) so (laughs) we can get you a little some tips here and there I know you know it's like you know when people like want like and they're like just get the shot I'm like yeah you definitely don't want me to take the picture then (laughs) Like, I try I try but I (laughs) fail exactly (laughs) so I wanted to talk to you because your photos are absolutely stunning um, I think that oh. you really get to capture to, you know, like, a really bright vision for a wedding. And it's very fashion forward, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So how did Asher Gardner photography get started? And when did you know that you wanted to do wedding photography? Oh, yeah.
1: Well, thank you for saying that, Steve. Really. That means a lot. <laughs> and um,
0: yeah, I...
1: Um actually I you know did some photography classes in college. I majored in psychology um and I you know loved the process of thinking of why things why people do things and I was actually on my route to become a marriage and family therapist um but then just got um you know swept up with I'd always loved picking up my camera and taking it everywhere and for a while there uh, you know after college I thought oh you know I was traveling and thought, oh, I'd be a National Geographic photographer. And and then one thing led to another. Um, Two friends of mine ended up getting engaged, and they said, you know, hey, Asher, you – are always taking photos. We love your photos. Um, why don't you photograph our wedding? Um, and this was seven years ago now. And you know, I yeah. I did it of course because you know they're really good friends of mine and they totally trusted me. Um, I I photographed their wedding and literally fell in love with it. It was so incredible to be a part of their day and capturing all those sweet moments and the tears and the laughter and the hugs and and then literally just got hooked. Um, and started photographing more and more weddings through the years, started my business, um, have now been in business for seven years. And from that journey, moved from California to New York and started capturing weddings and events and engagements here in Manhattan and uh, just have loved it, love the you know, the different architecture and the history here in Manhattan and have just been so inspired. So I say that I bring the California light and airy look and that feel to, you know, Manhattan and capture it in a unique um, and really inspiring way. So yeah.
0: I love that. And it's also, don't you feel, I mean, I'm, I'm a born and bred New Yorker. So yeah, <laughs> and I actually have yet I actually haven't even been to California yet. I don't. I don't really know what's wrong with me, but I will make it there soon.
1: Oh, it's amazing! (laughs) Um, Lots of good uh, sunsets, lots of good beaches. You know, put it on your list for when we can travel again to head there. (laughs)
0: Yes, (laughs) I know it is definitely on my list. Um, but what I see a lot in New York is like the energy of weddings here is just top-notch it's high energy it's big it's bold it's you know people want a wow factor do you think um you know would you say that there's like a little bit of a difference in the wedding scene between California and New York or similar? yeah absolutely
1: and I think that whole thing of if you can make it here you can make it anywhere and Being in New York has made me a stronger photographer and has definitely upped my game in terms of these big events. You know, lots of lighting, lots of locations, really iconic mansions, you know, castles, the whole thing. And there's so much variety here, which I love. You know, you can still do things in the Hamptons with that beachy, you know, soft look. You can go to, you know, iconic like mansions like ohika castle there's you know high rises with beautiful new york skylines you know like manhattan penthouse or off the pier um there's so many incredible venues here in manhattan and like in the tri-state area that that's really inspiring to me because you have so much variation that's what i've i've loved that it offers so much um yeah, I've fallen in love with it. So, yeah, I, I love it. I think there's uh, the big, iconic weddings here, which which I'm here for. <laughs> we
0: we have a, a real New Yorker on our hands here, people. Yes. I I'm, know. What? I'm swept up in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love that. Um, so now, on your website, I've seen that you've done a lot of travel for enjoyment. And now I know that you grew up in... California, now you're in New York. Um, would you photograph a destination wedding or engagement if the opportunity came up? yeah, absolutely,
1: and i have I've done a few different um destination weddings um in jamaica Aruba italy Florida Canada um and then I oh, have wow. done a few engagement sessions that have been out of the state, I did at a really beautiful botanical garden. Um, so yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a trend that I've seen in terms of engagement sessions, you know, people wanting to incorporate a different look or a place that's really meaningful and special to them. So I think that, you know, Talking with your photographer and having that as an option too, you know. We, I love to travel, so you know, if we can <laughs> work that out and and find the time, then we can definitely you know make that happen. I was actually just on the phone call with someone today who was considering doing you know an engagement session in New Orleans. So yeah, I, I love traveling, and I think too like. Traveling gives me so much inspiration, you know, seeing things in a different way and also seeing the light and the energy and the place, the location, all of those things help when you're, you know, getting inspired to document something and tell a story for the couple. So I love it. I love to travel and would definitely be down for, you know, more destination engagements or weddings as well. Yeah.
0: And if you need a sidekick, I could be down for New Orleans, yes. you know? <laughs> yes, that's the yes. We'll, we'll get you coming along for sure. Yeah, I love that. You might not want me to take the photos, but I will be there. just yeah, You know, you could, as, a, help, you know, as, as a helping hand. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Schmoozing with the clients. I'm perfect for that. <laughs> yeah, I love it.
1: Making people feel good, mm-hmm. have
0: a good time. Exactly, exactly. We can be a good team on this. So now you're familiar with a lot of New York City venues and areas. So I kind of wanted to get your input on some, some great spaces you've, you know, photographed at that you think might be nice for an engagement shoot or maybe first look photos, you know, for a couple on the day of their wedding. Yeah, yeah. So I always say start with locations that are meaningful to the couple.
1: Um, That's a really great spot to think through your, you know, your – the history, you know, where you guys went on a first date, or where you guys used, you know, to go on weekends, and see if we can translate that into a story. Um, so usually start there, and then we can gravitate towards a different look. So if it's, oh, you know, you guys used to love walking around Central Park, you know, like, oh, okay, great. There's so many locations within Central Park, Bethesda Fountain, Bow Bridge, you know, the all the trees and greenery. We can capture that. Or let's say if the couple. You know, on the weekends, they love, you know, trying out new food places, walking around in, in the village. So we can do something, you know, downtown in Soho or East Village with cobblestone streets and capturing, you know, taxi cabs and cute corners. Um, so lots of different things there. And then in terms of things that are just most popular, it would, I would say, is Central Park and then also Brooklyn, the, you know, Dumbo. Um, brooklyn area where the brooklyn bridge is and that has really gorgeous skyline and we can do you know beautiful photos of the whole skyline and the light and then also some greenery as well Um, and that's really iconic too and they also have a few like cobblestone streets so that's a good like spot that has a lot of variety um so yeah those are a few really good ones And I say always kind of incorporate, like, what the feel and the mood that you're going for, um, and that can help me, you know, bring that to life. And, for example, like, you know, before this was happening, uh, before we were uh, shut down, Mm -hmm. I did an engagement session at the Met, and this couple had always gone to the Met. They love exploring the Met. You know, it has a – it's like a part of their story. So we did some engagement photos in the Met and walked around as they explored art and, you know, got to do what they normally do on a weekend or a date night. And we got to document that for them. So, yeah, those are a few really fun spots that I like to go to um, and pretty pretty
0: regularly. Those are some really good spots. I, I actually have a question on this that I just thought about. Is, like, are permits needed for certain places in the city prior to um, doing any photography there that our couples should think about? Yeah, there are a few. Um, for example,
1: like the con- the conservatory um, garden inside Central Park, and that's up higher. I believe it's like in the 120s. Um, that specific area requires a permit. Um Brooklyn Botanical Gardens requires a permit. There are a few other spots that require a permit, but for the most part, if you are not being obtrusive and you don't have a tripod, which, you know, with today's modern technology and cameras and, you know, we don't really need to be carrying you know tripods around,
0: um,
1: (laughs) that we can, you know, as long as you're not uh, obtrusive and you're not getting in the way and not causing a scene, it is, you know, for the most part, public. um, So you don't need a permit in some spots. And then I always, too, if there is a spot that the couple is looking at that does require a permit, we work together on that and make sure we schedule enough time to fill that out um, and, and take care of that ahead of time. But yeah, for the most part, really, um, I I can think on my hand, I think I've only had to you know do permits for like three or four engagement sessions out of the you know dozens and dozens of ones that I've done. So that's the great thing about New York as well. There's so many great <laughs> open spots and so many great locations um that are, you know, public parks and and open areas that we can take pictures in as well. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I and I think that a lot of New Yorkers too, they like to see brides and grooms taking photos, you know, in these like busy areas and stuff. Um I went to school by Columbus Circle I went to college so I I was able to kind of see like a lot of things that went on within Central Park and I feel like a lot of people I know even just when I was in school I did some filming and stuff there and Mm -hmm. yeah they were I feel like this city is pretty pretty good and pretty open about like letting things go on
1: yeah which is nice
0: I think Other
1: locations, for example, like D.C., D.C. requires a lot of permits because there's a lot of, you know, parks that are regulated and, you know, I just have more regulations on them. So I know that that is a little harder and a little trickier, but I think New York is a great, lots of great open areas. So,
0: yeah. So now with a lot of couples, um, I feel like it's very trendy now to come and shoot you know, as well as, you know, pictures for your wedding day, a lot of people will use that engagement shoot, those photos to send out, save the dates for their wedding, you know, to put on their website for the knot. you know, like their page for that. Um, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to ask you, do you have kind of packages that, that range, you know, including engagement shoots and the day of wedding photography? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. And I also work with couples
1: too to build a, a custom package that kind of fits what their needs are. Um I would say probably 90 to 80% of my couples end up doing an engagement session. Um and I think it's a great way, I call it more of like a dress rehearsal. It's a great way for couples to be in front of the camera and see what it feels like for us to work together to you know go go through the movement and poses and see what it's like because it can be a little intimidating, you know, like, oh, my gosh, what? Yeah. we don't know what to do. And I hear often couples saying, well, you know, I don't I don't know how I'm going to look because, you know, I, I I don't really do this very often. And I tell all my couples, well, you're in good company because, like most people, this is their first time getting married. This is their first time doing photos of this capacity, you know, unless you're a professional model, um, you know, this is mm-hmm. all new. And that's where my expertise comes in to making people feel really comfortable. And, you know, there's a lot of natural movement that I do that isn't, you know, outside of the ordinary. I try not to do things that are like, you know, overly done or overly posed. Uh, My goal is that it's a reflection of the couple and how they interact and the couple, how they're, you know, if they're a little bit more fun and laughing or if they're a little bit more reserved and romantic you know it it's picking up those cues and during the engagement session we get to work together and see those you know different way that they interact and that's the goal too is that when people see the images you know on the save the date or on a website or in different areas they can say oh you know that that's them that's exactly how they laugh at each other that's how they interact like that's a reflection of their personality too. So I think it's helpful and I think it's a good thing to do. You know, if if you have the time and you have the opportunity to, to do an engagement session, I recommend it. And I've just seen too, on the wedding day, couples are just that much more relaxed. You know, there's already so much happening on a wedding day. So many emotions that if they, in the back of their mind, they already know what we've kind of wor- worked through in terms of poses and looks and style and, then, you know, have met me and we've kind of already done photos before. It's kind of, it's it's a little easier, you know, than, than them just having a little bit more trust and just going with it. So, yeah, I recommend it if, if people get the
0: chance. I think it's a great, great opportunity. Yeah, and I don't see why anybody wouldn't want, you know, more photos to kind of document, you know, this journey. Like, why not? Get yeah. Yeah you know?
1: Yeah. That's what I always say too. It's a great like date night or, you know, or you can get your makeup done. You can do a trial as well for the, your makeup artist or hairstylist. You can try some things out. You can get dressed up and then, you know, have a little date night after. So,
0: yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's, it, it's like you said, it's like having a dress rehearsal for the special day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, I'm um, I'm sure that your Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays are what kind of like books up early, being that those are, you know, top wedding days, um, more so yeah. than during the week. Mm-hmm. Um, how long in advance should a couple reach out to hire you for their wedding day?
1: Yeah, typically, I get booked uh, 12 to 16 months out. Um, so yeah, it's typically a year out or more. Um, and I'd say as soon as you've settled on a time frame of a, of a season or the fall or a date, um, usually you'd like to start, you know, talking with venues, exploring. And once you have a date locked in with a venue, um, it's good to start looking at, you know, a photographer or videographer, um, and locking those in. And, you know, I always say the good ones get taken early. So, you know, try mm-hmm. to, try to get that at least start conversations and figuring out, you know, the photographer and the style that you'd like to go in. Um, and yeah, it's typically a
0: are out. Okay, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I think pretty much once you book your date, it's like, you know, definitely get in touch with your vendors, because everybody's in the same, the same boat. And of course, you know, just yeah. like, Just like um, every industry has it, you know, we have a busy season, which is typically our May through October. Um, Even though, I mean, I think even now, you know, April and November are, are, you know, just as popular. Um, And those dates definitely snag up pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So now. A lot of brides and grooms they probably suggest a few photos that they might want shot like i like I see a lot of you know up close of the rings and up close of the of the shoes and a first look photo. What are some photos that you feel are moments to be seen that you photograph that maybe a bride or groom wouldn't know to request,
1: yeah, yeah, so. What I usually do is um, I work with all my couples and we do like an in-depth wedding questionnaire and we do an in-depth photography timeline and a final, you know, details call. So usually by the time we get to the wedding, I have a pretty clear picture of what they're looking for and what they're needing. Um, And then I do ask them um, in the questionnaires if there's anything um, meaningful or an heirloom or something that's really um, important to you or your family that I might not know. Um you know, like for example, I've had brides wear you know ribbons that were you know their mother's dress or their their grandmother who like a pendant from their grandmother that's no longer with us um so having those things um no know, knowing about those things in advance helps me to like spend extra time and and take photos of those and style them a certain way and and incorporate that, or you know if a couple's had you know custom you know, wine that's shipped in from a, one of their favorite wineries, you know, oh, okay, great, let me know that so that I can, you know, style the wine bottle and like take a cute photo of that so they have that to, to remember. So usually it comes about naturally in our communication, um, you know, or if they have their their rings are getting engraved on like with a special date or a saying or a phrase. Um, then I know to make sure and put that on my like kind of internal and you know photography timeline to make sure I have time for that and capturing those special moments. Um, so yeah, and then I would say in general, um, I because I've been doing this for so long and I mean I'm you know like over 150 weddings photographed. I have the big you know list of photos that couples are going to want and need. And that's, you know, evident in the galleries and portfolio, too. Um, so it's not so much like the big picture things, you know, like, of course, we'll get a photo of you walking down the aisle. And of course, we're, we're going to do family portraits. Um, but those special moments that you said, too, is more about like getting to know the couple and the vision and the backstory or even, Hey, they chose this venue because it reminds them of a place that they went to when they were on vacation. So we want to incorporate more of like the French chateau look in this venue. And that helps me give, you know, vision and style, like styling those moments to, you know, to capture the story of the day too, from start to finish. So, yeah, I would say a good photographer will work through those things in the journey, uh, you know, after booking and before the wedding to make sure that that's laid out and really communicated well. So,
0: yeah. So now, how would you describe your working style? Do you prefer kind of on a wedding day to blend into the background a little bit and capture more candid moments? Or do you like to be more visible and take charge and choreograph the images? Oh yeah, that's
1: such a good question, essay. And that's such a good question for couples to ask their photographer. I believe I mean everyone's different, but I I believe I have the perfect blend of both and I think both are really necessary. Um I think during different parts of the day, for example, getting ready or family portraits, you do want somebody that's a little bit more assertive and that is helpful and pointing things out like, "Hey, Hold on. Let's move all the water bottles behind you. Let's move those cords. Let's move that bag to this side. You know, oh, let's, Grandma. Your necklace is a little crooked. Hold on. Let's put your hair is a little frizzy right here. Let's move that to the side. So you want somebody that's gonna make sure that those little details are really, you know, taken care of and is giving a little bit more direction. Um, because again, not. Not everyone does this every day and we can, you know, okay, turn in, shoulders back. All right, move that hand a little bit right there. That's perfect. So, giving some direction and and you know, being a little bit more vocal in some parts of the day I think is really necessary. And then other parts of the day For example, like the ceremony, I think it's really important to blend into the background. I don't think that photographers should be, you know, all up in walking around and not being respectful. Um, And I think that's what gives some photographers a bad rap is, you know, overdoing it and being like causing a scene. And I think during ceremony, during the reception, that's when we want to fall into the background. That's why we have zoom lenses for a reason, you know, we can stay off to the side and capture those candid moments as they unfold and capture, you know, the hugging, the crying, the tears without drawing too uh, too much attention to ourselves. So, I feel like it, it you really want to find someone that has a perfect blend um because I've seen through the years too, if you if you have a photographer that just captures the moments, like doesn't say anything, sometimes I think that, you know, things can look a little cluttered. Or, you know, you have this gorgeous family photo, but like a groom's tux is all messed up or a tie is crooked and you you don't really want that on your wedding day, you know, you paid a lot of money, yeah. you want everything to turn out the right way. So yeah, I think it's a perfect blend um, of having both that expertise and then, you know, being calm and letting things you know, unfold naturally when, you know, when someone's having an emotional, a really sweet emotional cry with their grandma and, and hugging, you know, you want, you don't want to be like, hold on, grandma, can you move, (laughs) you know, (laughs) move over to the left? You don't really, you know, you want to have a good balance of, okay, let's let that moment unfold. But then when you can take charge, take charge.
0: Yeah. And I think it's important to have a little bit of both, you know, now that I, now think about it it's you need somebody who can take charge a little bit for those moments that the bride and groom are going to want captured later on and then you want to kind of blend in a little bit in the background you know during during the moments where may you know like the ceremony kind of like you said rather than be like all up in there I have seen that done yeah definitely yeah I, I didn't think yeah, about it walking but- behind <laughs> Yeah, they're
1: walking, they're behind, they're distracting, they're going behind, cross the aisle, cross the aisle. And you're just like, oh my gosh, can we, we're not here (laughs) to watch you walking everywhere, you know? And that's where we're really respectful and staying off um, and not causing a scene and just staying where we need to be to capture those moments and and moving really, you know, thoughtfully throughout the
0: ceremony. (laughs) So now uh, to go on to just, a little bit of a rougher topic, Uh, everything going on with coronavirus. How has this affected, you know, business for you? I've seen a lot on social media, you know, some couples who are doing new save the dates for their weddings because they're, you know, changing dates with everything going on. And they're wearing masks and showing that they are postponing their weddings, um, you know, due to coronavirus. And not like not to make a joke out of it but to kind of just be like hey like you know what like this happened we have to push back and and um some of the photo shoots are actually like kind of cute um yeah do do any photo shoots for new save the dates or anything like that
1: not at this moment no not yet um But when, you know, when things start going up again, you know, we, I have had a few engagement sessions that were supposed to happen in the spring. And sadly that, you know, we were really wanting to do with like the cherry blossoms and we were coordinating that, but, you know, with everything going on, we're, we're just going to postpone. So I've had business wise, um, I've had a lot of my clients just postpone for the meantime uh, until things are a little bit more, you know, cleaned out and, you know, there's, we know more especially because things are changing so quickly um so yeah so far um just postponing um and working with couples to find new dates and and make sure that we we can get them all taken care of and support them and you know what what decision they want to do to make sure everyone's safe and healthy but when things do start opening up again um yeah me and my team we're going to be making sure that we're taking lots of precautions and you know wearing masks and you know we have long lenses so we can stay six feet apart and make sure we're still capturing images and, you know, adhering to guidelines and being safe as well. So, yeah, it's a good blend. Um, And, you know, it's a hard and trying time. But, you know, I think if people are just being human and understanding and compassionate and graceful, you know, we'll all get
0: through this. Yeah, we definitely will. Um, What advice do you have for, you know, brides and grooms planning their weddings during this global pandemic and having to potentially reschedule their weddings to a later date, either this year or, you know, possibly 2021? Yeah, I would say first, definitely reach out to the venue, um, see what the
1: options are and see what that looks like. And then I would definitely keep your vendors in the loop uh, as soon as possible. And I would, I'm on the side where I love communication. I think communication is key (laughs) and communication with my clients, especially too. Um, It's been helpful. Even when they've said, Hey, we're, we're getting a little worried. We're going to start to think about even postponing. And that's even helpful for me to know where, um, where they're at. You know, if they're starting to think about it, that helps me think, okay, like what, what would this look like? What can we do? Um, And I think for couples, definitely Keep the communication open um this hasn't happened to me but i have heard stories where you know vendors will just get an email and say hey i, I we already moved our date to this date um and, and that's hard if they're already booked you know what do you do um so i think it's being in communication as early as you can to see what are the open dates what can most of our vendors do? Can most of our vendors go to this date? Can most of our vendors work on this date? Um, and I also think, too, um, you know, being really flexible with availability for next year, you know, exploring Fridays um, and exploring Sundays and to see, you know, if we can find, you know, alternatives of people that are moving. So, yeah, I think communication is key and even just keeping your vendors in the loop as soon as you can to see, you know, what we can do and what we can work out to make sure that you're we're we're available. You know, that's ultimately we want to make sure that we can photograph or or you know whatever each vendor is doing be there for our couples.
0: Yeah. And I I wanted to actually also ask your advice um on you know you've had a an interesting journey into into wedding photography where you know, photography kind of started out as a little bit of a hobby for you. And then you grew to really love it. And you were able to, you know, create a business out of it, you know, a successful business, um, you -hmm. know, and being able to travel and see new places and photograph new things and, you know, go to all different venues. What advice do you have for maybe someone who's starting out in their career, who, who also works in our, who wants to work in our industry, doing weddings and events, what advice do you have for them who, who might want to do wedding photography?
1: Yeah, I would say, you know, working hard is key, and being connected is the second, you know, connect with other photographers, reach out, say that you're interested, you know, everyone starts somewhere. Um, and I would say start building relationships with other vendors, with other people in the wedding industry and, you know, show up and work hard and be professional. Um, and cause, you know, every year I take on a few new assistants and um, you know, there's different levels of, so you can see someone who's really, really dedicated and, you know, wanting to make sure that they're you know getting better and learning new things and then others who aren't taking it as seriously so i think it's now especially you know, work ethic has a lot, will take you far, and connections will also be really, really helpful, Um, and that's one thing, too, like, the wedding industry is really small, and, I mean, small, and it's big, but, you know, ultimately, you, you do cross paths with so many people, and if you wanted to start, you know, working in the, you know, catering or planning, you know, reach out to people that you, you know, are looking up to, and just say, hey, you know, could I help you? Could I offer my services? You know, can I start doing something small for you
0: and learning the ins and outs? Um, I think that's a good place to start. Yeah, I think that's great. I know even for myself, it's just, you know, working in event planning and sales and whatnot. It's just, it's just reaching out and learning everything that you can in the business, you know, and soaking it all in and taking on as many opportunities as you can to meet new people as well as learn even other areas of the business just to just to be aware of, you know, what other vendors do and, you know, what a day, a work day is like for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think being taking advantage of those opportunities. Like I said, like I've had different assistants who, you know, they're willing to, you know, put in the work and they're not complaining and, you know, they're not like, oh, well, oh that's a really long day or, oh, you know, I yeah. can't really go to that location, you know, and that, that work ethic of showing up, being professional, showing up early, making sure you're not flaky, um, you know, that you, if you commit to a date, you're going to be there um and if they need you longer you'll you'll be there you know to help and show that you're really willing to learn and and invest in you know becoming a better you know at the talent that you're in the you know what vendor or field you're in
0: yeah, no for sure um well, Asher, I'm very excited that you were able to come on the podcast today um yes, yeah, and, thanks for having you me. Know. oh no problem um i'm I was excited to kind of hear your journey in the industry and I think you offered some really great advice and expertise to our current brides to be and, you know, our future brides to be. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing your upcoming events on Instagram. um, And I wanted you to let everyone know your Instagram handle and your website where they can follow and see your work and some inspiration for their special day. Oh, yeah, yeah. You guys can
1: follow me. Uh, My website is Asher Gardner, and that's A-S-H-E-R, Gardner, G-A-R-D-N-E-R. That's my website. There's lots of information and blogs and galleries and all of that. Um, And then on Instagram, I'm at Asher Gardner underscore. And i you know, try to post as often as I can and show some behind the scenes and, and fun stuff of what we're working on in the office and editing and all that stuff too. So yeah. Um, thanks for having me, Esty. This is really great to chat and and talk um, about some, you know, passions of mine and,
0: you know, give some yes. good advice to others. <laughs> yes. And I know that hopefully we will be back up and back in business soon and and yes. we'll be back into weddings. It, it seems it's such a crazy time, but, um, you know, we'll be back before we know it and busier yes, than ever. Yes. <laughs> so yes. thank love you. Love is not so. canceled. We're love is not canceled. We're saving events. Um, yeah. Postpone don't cancel. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this, this will be over before we know it. It's just, taking a little longer than we expected but yes absolutely i'm really glad you were able to come on um thank you so much for tuning into the bride tender you can check us out on spotify and apple podcasts for your wedding fix each monday make sure to share with your friend your fellow bride or groom your mom your dad your cousin your sister your brother your friend and pretty much anyone as it's the wedding podcast you never knew you needed. You can check me out and all my Instagram stories at The Candy Guru. Make sure to follow my candy table displays at Event Pyre and my event blog showcasing the top event trends on Long Island at the Long Island Eventista. And of course, make sure to follow The Bride tender for all fun facts on the wedding industry, ways to save money on your future wedding, and hiring the best in the business for your special day. Don't forget to give a follow to Asher Gardner at Asher Gardner underscore to check out some awesome weddings she's been a part of and been able to document those journeys and also to stay tuned for the future weddings that she's doing and get some inspiration for maybe some spots that you might want to do an engagement shoot or possibly some venues that you might want to check out for your special day. Until next week, mix yourself a cocktail, slide into my DMs with questions you want answered on all things weddings. Stay sane, stay healthy, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.